When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Silo by Story Archives. I'm your host, Mario Busto, alongside... Zachary Newton, your other host. Welcome. We're back, ladies and gentlemen, with a instant reaction episode for episode three of Silo. Zach? Titled Machines. Yes. Titled Machines? Was it not Truth, or is that next week's That's truth? next week's. Okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. Getting ahead of myself. <laughs> um, once again, we want to thank you all for tuning in uh, episode to episode. We are loving seeing the growth day to day of the pod and uh we implore anybody listening who has not yet followed or subscribed that if you are enjoying the episode uh, these episodes that you do follow along subscribe and uh we hope you look forward to every other bit of content we have coming out for silo and other tv shows down the road um zach you know what was interesting this last couple of days what we actually got our first bit of silo um well, i don't even know what to call this this was like a educational tip yeah we did all right we got a message from dave fitzgerald out there dave thanks for tuning in uh we hope that's your real name or maybe this is like a like his anonymous this is what he this is fake alias for all the info (laughs) he sent out for podcasts but uh, he gave us some info on the machines that i was very curious about last episode he said for reference on the machine used to build the silo look into the tbm tunnel boring machines used to build the channel or channel tunnel between the uk and france and i was looking up a video and i gotta say it's pretty impressive i have they don't look like the machines from silo i will say that but the way they burrow through the ground is almost like those worms in dune mm, it's like interesting kinda, that's what it reminds me of at least I'll have to look it up. I got the email as well, but I haven't had a chance to, to dive deep into it. So I'm curious to see what they look like. Yeah, just do it on the back end there as I start getting into some instant reaction stuff so you can see a little bit of it. I'll put it in the in the show notes. Cool. The, be- the best that I could find here. Okay, so titled Machines. I got to say they're really accelerating the pace. I'm officially past all canon in the book at this point. Uh, wow. There's nothing left. I have I have exhausted my canon material from reading the books, and now I'm in uncharted territories with the rest of y'all at this point. <laughs> in fact, I didn't even get so far as to... I, I was shocked at the end because I hadn't gotten to the part where it seems like Johns has been poisoned or something. I, it wasn't I, like a sudden I think suicide, right? Been, no, I, I cannot see herself killing herself. I mean, she, she what, has fallen in love with a deputy, or I guess maybe she already was, but mm-hmm. it's, a, it's some some poor timing on her part if it was. But part no. of me was like cyanide pill in the mouth, or was it who poisoned her? Where well, did she eat last? I, I was thinking, I mean, like the, the, the birth control device that they have is pretty menacing. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there was just something inside of these some people that anybody and I don't know, whether it be IT or the judge or whoever, it could just be like eh, no delete <laughs> just well, kill who, them. it seems that whoever was trying to do it had inside information about her nomination for sheriff and was maybe trying to do it before she signed the papers mm. for uh the new sheriff to be um in line so i think that puts it 
and judicial, as well as some moles throughout the silo in question. Yeah. And um, unfortunately for them, it seems that she did sign the papers to make it official before she went to the restroom. So I did. I did see her sign. It was like a celebratory. Let's get a drink and go home. Yeah. Um, and we know we know it there. wasn't uh, Mr. Sims because she did not eat that strawberry pastry. So that's right. He did. And he was sleeping with his little kid. I feel like it's going to be somebody that we didn't meet. Like it's so it feels very obvious that it's like Bernard or Judge Meadows. Yeah. Um, but it, it does feel like that's too obvious right now it's the same thing i said with george right like i, I it might be somebody that we haven't even met yet um I, we, we've had a few new things hinted to us in this episode i think at least for me i, I haven't heard of them before i think one of them was yeah. the judge um judge meadows yeah judge meadows from judicial from judicial they have a very creepy intro to their like and not intro but like entryway to their floor yeah like you can't even get in there. It's just it's the only floor that has like this door that you cannot get past where these two armed guards are by. Yeah, it's it's a little menacing. I wonder what's behind the door, and I'm I'm excited to eventually find out. I'm sure it's not that interesting. I think it's probably just one of those things where there's factions, and just like the sheriff has law enforcement, it seems like judicials like the feds or intelligence, you know, yeah. where they operate without any sort of. Um, oversight mm. so to speak and so like the the president johns is kind of in charge supposedly but judicial really is trying to shove their their people down their throats in yeah a way. uh i was i enjoyed the fact that in this episode we didn't immediately get to whatever's down at the bottom of the hole of the digger hole because she's terrified of water so it was one of those things where i, I kind of don't want to see her overcome her fear in in a moment's notice yeah because that is a pretty substantial fear if you don't know how to swim and all you see is this giant body well, of water. i can swim and i don't think i would go <laughs> into there yeah. it's pitch black water god knows what potential creatures could be living in there yeah i I, also, I don't know i'm also glad they made it a point to emphasize how difficult it would be to climb back up that rope because yeah. as soon as she was done, she went and just drowned herself in like, alcohol. <laughs> oh, that yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she's, she's a very bad drinker. Yeah. You know, I we, we did get later in this episode with the whole issue with the machine going on and her trying to cool the machine or, or cool the vent down with that water. Mm -hmm. uh, my assumption is that that event allowed her to overcome her fear and she learned that oh i can do this thing of not sinking inside of water that was my um, immediate reaction was like oh, okay this is going to be that moment where she yeah. overcomes her fear which by the way i thought she was burning alive uh so i thought she was boiling herself yeah so did i i was like what's going on in this water right now because yeah. i thought it was it should have been scalding water considering it was overheating from the machine yeah. right oh yeah so that was that was kind of like too uh, loopholes for me in, in the episode because <laughs> there was first and foremost this reactor's been running for 140 years nonstop. well and you're gonna just touch it's been this, running longer than that right and you're gonna just pick up those blades like they're not burning hot that too first of all yeah. you would need probably a day for those damn blades to cool down <laughs> you know i'm sure the writers like damn it they they we said the same thing in the writer's room we knew it was ridiculous that they were going to just take the panels off and go to work with no well, protective heat gear or so, anything. So, so here, here's my biggest beef with that, right? Like you had an eight-hour window, but the entire thing occurred in under 30 minutes. 
not in real life for us, but for them. In their timing, it was in under 30 minutes. Which I still am trying to figure out why, and maybe somebody out there understands why, can email us at contact.soapbox.house. But we, for whatever reason, they needed to do it within a 30-minute window with the Steam situation. Why not just, re- what, what would have happened if they released the Steam? Like, so that, that was another thing that I thought, right? Like, okay, so if you start to release the Steam, well, it's going to start to turn the, the turbines in there. So, well, if, if you release the Steam for a little bit, let, let them spin or even just a little spinning and then close it back. Maybe you would get a little bit of this balance of, of temperature that might get you in there for longer. But, you know, the other thing was, again, they, they shut it down. So they had eight hours. And right at the beginning of them shutting this machine down, at the beginning of their eight-hour countdown, it seemed like they, they went into this 30-minute mode of let's do all of this work when... I mean, you could have taken a decent amount of more time to kind of plan this out and be like, okay, well, here's where the steam's coming in. Maybe we can try and keep that cooler or, you know, whatever the case may be, or, or take the panels off sooner, take a look at it, let it run again, and then go up. But they, they just jumped into it. Can we talk about Cooper? He may be, this is the shadow of Juliet, who supposedly mm-hmm. knows as much as everyone else, as anyone else in the silo about this reactor. I got to just say this this kid's face this guy's face whatever. Yeah. He looks like the least prepared most nervous individual I've ever seen in my life. The moment I saw him in yeah. the cafeteria when they were when they had just given him like a promotion to shadow, mm-hmm. I looked at him and said, "Is this the guy? Is this the guy you want running the reactor?" Cuz he looks <laughs> not questioning his knowledge of the reactor. But he doesn't really instill a lot of confidence when you're uh just watching his demeanor and body body language out there. Yeah. I thought Juliet's shadow was surely going to die in this episode. I thought it's he was going to get like cut in half by the blade or something. I know. Some things just fall. I thought he was going to like fall off the top, you know, get impaled by something. It's a miracle nobody died time. from that blade falling. I, I got to say like the kid, the Teddy, the guy, uh, his name was Teddy who was fixing the blade. Mm-hmm. He as he's hoisting the blade up, he's standing right underneath it. I'm like, buddy, that knot, that knot does not look that great on that blade mm-hmm. right now. It's going straight up vertically. I see some space. I see some air between that knot and this blade right now. Uh, how about we don't do that? I'm surprised it didn't fall again. Well, you've never watched Game of Thrones, but um, Sir Jorah Mormont is Juliet's father. Uh, he plays Sir Jorah Mormont in uh, mm. Game of Thrones. But in this character, this character is vastly different, and his voice is not nearly as cool. But um, you can tell that they're kind of trying to keep a similar dialect yeah. because the way he talks in the show is very similar to the way Juliet's character talks. Mm. They have like, they seem almost like they're from like Northern Europe. They, they, did, they did have a little bit of an accent. We were commenting on that. My wife and I were commenting on that last night when we watched this. Um, yeah, I find it interesting that she's from, she's from the upper levels, isn't she? Isn't that the mids? Because she Maybe. says she stopped. Mayor John yeah, stops in the, the mid and says, it's the "I'm mids. not leaving here until I see all the babies." And then she yeah. goes to see what's what's her father's name. Can you look that up real quick? Yeah. While you do that, um, I'm glad Common isn't a one note character. We got to see like a soft side of Mr. Sims. I can't help but call Common Common and everything uh, that he's in. But we get to see him with his son, so he's not like this black and white, just hard ass character with with no. Um, no soft spot, you know? Yeah. We also got a little bit of a peek at 
I, I feel like the book did a better, better job of this. And I'm, I'm not just saying that to say it, but um, of leading into the Mayor Johns and Marnes, uh, Deputy Marnes love interest. The book does a better job because you're inside of Mayor Johns's head yeah. in terms of seeing how she feels and how she clearly knows Marnes feels about her. Uh, you get a little, little bit more backstory in the book that I'm not going to share because I'm not sure if it'll be a spoiler. His name is Dr. Peter Nichols. Peter Nichols. Okay. Can we talk about... Hmm. There was something I wanted to say. I, I got to say the most interesting part of the episode was the sheriff's badge. And, and two aspects of it, right? Because at the end, we obviously know Mayor John seemingly is dead or they're going to save her in some miraculous effort at the doctor's office. But the way things are going, I'm not trusting the doctor in the silo. I got to be honest with you. Nah, not, a, not after episode one. Not really. <laughs> yeah. So Holston tells Juliet, if I find out something, I'll send word. And then on the back of the badge, it says truth. Yeah. It feels like he almost he probably uncovered that there's a, a group that's really in charge watching everything that's going on so that he really can't reach out if he wanted to. And so the final step of what he discovered was to inevitably go outside. Because in the book, by the way, they don't say that she finds in the back of the badge carved truth. That that was something added in the show. Mm. Probably because in the book it doesn't make sense why she takes the job as fast as she does. She took it surprisingly fast in the show too. I, I I was expecting to get like to the end of this episode and and it be her trying to make up her mind or either deciding at that point or that kind of being part of the hook for the next episode. Yeah, no, they. I like. I love the fact that they're not. They're not like milking anything. Everything yeah. is just straight to the point. They got to fix the reactor. It's not like on the next episode of Dragon Ball Z. It's not. <laughs> nothing's being like dragged along, but. I will say I don't know if the carved truth on the back of the badge is accurate or not, uh, but it does seem that the reason she rushes to take the job is because she knows the only way to find out the truth is to take this position. Yeah. And she uses that leverage because Johns and Holston, well, Holston, who's might be dead, are the only two who really wanted her for the position. So she uses it to get that leeway to fix the reactor, which is something in mm. the book as well. But yeah. I think it's a longer period of time. I don't think it's eight hours. I think it's, I think it's like a week that she has for it. Wow, that's yeah. that that's a long time in the dark. Yeah. You know, I I found it odd that this weird Al Yankovic looking deputy couldn't read the words truth or the word truth. Oh in, yeah, in the back I, was, of the I was trying to figure out who, who you were referring to as weird Al. It says something weird, like there's these symbols and. Yeah, <laughs> it says something back here. It's pretty clearly says truth. It's like yeah. it's literally it's pretty, it's pretty clear obvious. as day. It's yeah. it's it's odd that he couldn't read that. I wonder if they wanted to make it truth or if they wanted to make it like a number or something like that. You know, like initially, like <laughs> oh guys, truth on the back of the badge. That's kind of cheesy. But it <laughs> call works. it six 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 Freedom Day. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> oh man, I I will say this: if I was in this silo. And they gave an alert that everything was going to go dark. The last place I would be is in a large room with a bunch of people. Dude, seriously. I, that, yet, yet another thing that I didn't really quite understand with this episode. I would be in my home. It's like, it's, 
It's an eight-hour period. Just go to during sleep. the time which you're sleeping. Yeah, it's from ten. It's from like what ten to six or twelve to six or, so, or eight or something like that. Yeah, just just go to bed. Uh, yeah, but I guess if you're like right now, if they if the world if there's like a world government and they were like, we're shutting down all power, and internet, and cell phone connection for the next eight hours. I don't think you'd want to go to sleep. I think you'd be like, I'm gonna stay up just in case. Yeah, but I wouldn't go out not gonna into catch a public me. area. <laughs> not going to catch me like, yeah, I'm not going to go to freaking Let Costco. me just go hide in an alley with these yeah. 50 people or Yeah, yeah these strangers. Other Good individuals Lord. I don't know. What was with that one guy later on in the episode that was walking down the oh, stairs? Yeah, 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 He's yeah, like, yeah. oh, help! I need some help. I help! thought he was about to like kill somebody. So did I. I thought he was going to pull a shiv out and then it was going to start like a... <laughs> like a... <laughs> I th- that's literally what I thought. I thought he was going to stab the deputy in the neck. Yeah, and that's just, what I was um, looking for. Start some sort of just eruption of of civil unrest and for, and for a moment, for I was no like, reason. Is this the guy that killed George? <laughs> stabs him. He's literally, we're literally 15 minutes into darkness. And yeah. This guy has lost his way, bro. You've been going down these stairs your whole life. It's a circular stair, and it's not like it's pitch black in here. They have some reserve power. I can see things. I, I mean, thought I, know, had, I know he's old and his vision's probably terrible. I thought he still. had, de- <laughs> I thought he had dementia. To be honest with you, I didn't know he was. It's like I've been lost. I mean, you've been walking the same damn circle your whole seventy years of life. Yeah, you know, it's pretty, um, pretty scary to think that this entire little silo is being run off of that one engine or or whatever. Well, I was gonna make a comment about that too because uh, Jules, uh, Juliet. She says anything could be wrong with the reactor. Some kid could have dropped a toy in it. I'm like, we have public access. Those vents are straight to the reactor. The <laughs> vents on the bottom are straight to the reactor. Can we not cover that up and put a mesh, like a mesh over it? Something you know what I mean? Bigger than what's there. Yeah. The fact that like you can just drop a baseball into the reactor and <laughs> and destroy the whole silo. Well, that's a relic, man. Come on, you you, you can't do that. <laughs> they got hammers. I'm just saying, like all it takes is one freaking can of soup, and the reactor's done for. Or or how how about this? A body falling from a body above. falling. <laughs> what if it was George's arm or some crap like that that she found in the reactor? That would be crazy. I mean, well, he, so he had dark. his arms intact, but yeah. I wonder, I mean, this this thing had to have been kind of messed up for quite a while for it to get this bad. Well, they said they, it's never been shut down in the entire history of the silo. So, And it's more re- than 140 years. Like, that's reactor, a pretty good reactor. This reactor's been running for 140 plus years. Yeah. That's wild. Very. Mm-hmm. Someone out there is going to disapprove of my use of the word wild. Yeah. um it's not politically correct or something yeah maybe okay these blades i can't get over the fact that these blades would be scalding scalding hot oh yeah it's it's like that's what they should have done it should have been really realistic where they touch the blades like ah ah, cooper cooper (laughs) it's burning my flesh burns burns his flesh off and he's like ah someone get up there (laughs) can't boss they've been running for 200 years the temperature of these blades is over a thousand degrees Fahrenheit right now. Yeah, you know that's another thing. Like, don't you think you'd have to? It's metal. You'd have to shut this stuff down every once in a while, right? There's it's not really be... a mechanism to keep it cool. I mean, it's it's vented. We're gonna ruin this show if we keep on dissecting this reactor. That's true. It, well, I mean, the whole this episode is about the reactor. It's steam. It's steam from an unknown source of something below. 
well, I'm we, thinking no, it's we, that the water, water. Yeah. giant thing of water. Yeah. But Which I mean, sense. It, it does make sense. It makes me kind of wonder like what else is really, really out there. I mean, it's, you know, there's a, um, there's a video game called Frostpunk, and I can't help but think that the guy who made the game had to have read this series because the entire civilization is like in this post-apocalyptic, there's been a, uh, another ice age sort of thing. And there's just one reactor that keeps everything going in the middle, and you have to make very key decisions. And sometimes to fix the reactor, you've got to do very morally dubious things in order to uh, make a decision. <laughs> one person or 10,000, you know? Yeah. Um, it's pretty interesting. It's just like this, but not in an underground silo. Yeah. And, you know, given that as far as they are aware of, they are the last, what, civilization on Earth at this point. That we know think, of. Yeah, that we know of. In their mind, they are the last. There is nobody else. There is nothing else. I don't even know if they true. know the term Earth. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's that, that weird thing outside that they stand on. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm surprised that they weren't more like, yeah, let, let's shut this down and get it fixed. Like they're, like they're contemplating shutting down this reactor that is literally keeping everybody alive seems a little odd to me i don't know for all these people probably treat that reactor like a like a like a pagan idol like the <laughs> silo like when they said that's a crime against si- the silo like the silos like god to these people yeah because that's all they know they're just like in this pod their entire life what do you, you know? think of uh them calling the people that built this stuff the founders I think that's probably would have been anything, right? We call the, you know, the founders of America, the founders, you know, it's just yeah. natural, right? It's just, it, it's, they almost seem like they have this, uh, I don't, I don't know how to say that. Reverence. I feel, I feel like I heard the line of like, you know, you pray to the founders, blah, blah, blah. Well, I oh, guess yeah. I don't really have That's what I said. I here. think it's a little cult. Yeah. I think it's probably a little cultish for sure. Yeah. When you hear them singing that song of freedom, like, oh, that's yeah. pretty cultish. Wow. Interesting yeah. episode. Yeah, I wanted to just make one last point of like where we're going forward from here. I guess, I mean, we'll get more into this in the deep dive episode next time, but if Johns dies, it's an all-out war for the mayor's seat, which I'm assuming judicial will be all over. Well, they didn't and get what, the sheriff's position. Yeah, so I was going to say, why not just put the same guy for for mayor, but... We'll see. I was kind of heartbroken at the end. Marins and Johns were about to get it on, and then I know. And she's like, "Pick out any bottle of wine there from the old days." She's <laughs> like, "What about two? Is it gonna be enough?" <laughs> like, I don't know. Calm down, man. You barely yeah. got down the stairs. I know. Yeah. And and up again. Yeah. I'm. I will say this in the book. They make it a much bigger deal when when they're going down these stairs. Like they're falling apart physically as they're going down. Really? Yeah. They're like, oh my bones. They had to stop like twice it's not a one-day trip they make the way they make it seem in this episode it's like a no several, it's a it's multi-day like a, trip in this episode i believe they don't really stop though they don't really make it seem like one we don't yeah we don't spend a lot of time on them stopping but we know time is elapsing yeah okay that's i think that's enough for the instant reaction we'll dive deeper in on sunday night um it is Mother's Day this week, and this is a little bit later than we usually post our instant reaction, but mm-hmm. just expect around Friday, Saturday morning for instant reactions, and then deep dive late Sunday night, early Monday morning uh, for all of you listeners out there. 
once again, thank you for listening. We are really proud to be the number one silo podcast in the world and continually growing. And we hope Absolutely. that you continue joining us for the ride. Leave us a, a rating of five stars if you're feeling generous wherever you are in the world, as well as a follow, subscribe. It really helps us get found out there for other fellow silo fans such as yourselves. And if you have something to contribute to the show, any uh, tidbit like our friend with the channel, Dave, Fitzgerald. our friend Dave, the tunnel expert, if you have any tidbits like that about Silo or any theories about what's going on, who's behind George's death, who poisoned John's, did Common slip a strawberry pastry in her mouth when she wasn't looking at it? Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, reach out to us at contact at soapbox.house and Zach, you can do the rest of the outro. Beautiful. Well, thank you again for listening to this episode of Silo by Story Archives, the number one podcast for Silo by Apple TV. You can find this podcast anywhere you find podcasts, Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, or you can visit our website at soapbox.house where you find links out to the show and others on the network. And finally, if you want to send us a message, like Mario said, shoot us an email at contact at soapbox.house. All right. Thanks for tuning in. I want to go out.